Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Ranger Pod, the podcast that's ganging up on the Morphin Grid 3-on-1, one episode at a time. Uh, it's Green Ranger Week Part 4, welcome to Thursday. I'm PDT, I'm sort of an expert in Power Rangers, if you don't really know Power Rangers, and joining me as ever is Grax. Yeah, that is more like it, we're getting back <laughs> into the groove. We certainly are, because today we are looking at Green with Evil Part 4, Eclipsing Megazord, which first aired on October 8th, 1993. And I don't want to give any spoilers for our reviews, but yeah, this is probably one of my favourite episodes so far. Absolutely. it's For a minute there, I thought it was going to be completely dragging on, dragging on, especially for the last two episodes, but this is the point where it starts getting exciting again. I would argue it still has its problems, and we'll get into those. But in the meantime, let's do the synopsis bit. I'm a bit annoyed about this, actually. I'm not liking what's happening here. What what do you mean? What's going on? Well, I put out a tweet in between the recording of last episode and this one saying, hey, let us know about the highlights of the podcast so far. And a few people did. They tweeted us at RangerPod. Thank you very much. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks a bloody lot. They were all like, well, oh, my favourite bits are Grax's summaries. Oh, my favourite bit was when Grax f- disliked this. So, oh, wow. you know what? I'm quite so- flattered, actually. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, wow. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was only my idea to do the podcast. And, <laughs> you know, I only I edited, like, the first eight of them. <laughs> and they were the best ones. It's so, true. I mean, everything after that has just been garbage. It's been filler. Yeah, like the last two episodes <laughs> of Green of Evil were. <laughs> So, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm just going to let them have it. Grax, summarise it. Take as long as you want. Just, yeah, this is what you want, people. I'm just gonna, I'm not even going to interrupt. I'm just going to shut up. Go on. Okay, we start with the giant Goldar still destroying the city. It's morphing time with 35 seconds. Oh, no! Explosion! The power coins, they all short out. It turns out that the search for Zordon is using all the energy in the command center and the morphing grid, etc, 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 which means the heroes cannot morph. Meanwhile, as the giant is still wrecking the city, Rita explains the plan for the to eclipse the sun to stop the Megazord from working and uses the Green Ranger to defeat the Power Rangers once and for all. And at this point, the Green Ranger is still training in the prison dimension and he announces that he's ready for battle. Goldar is still destroying the city. Back at the command center, Billy is inspired. And after some minutes, Billy rewires the control panels and restores power to everything. It's morphing time at 3 minutes and 30 seconds. And then the Power Rangers appear, they fight the putties, and the Scorpina appears and fights the Power Rangers. She throws a power boomerang which is a bit strange but that's fine and Goldar is still stomping as a giant back at the command center Alpha is working on connecting to hey, Zordon man. bit by bit yeah, the connection right? yeah no I just thought I did a podcast at the moment I was just a bit bored I thought I'd ring up and <laughs> sorry Grax have you stopped Ca- can you carry on uh, anyway, back at the commands, a bit by bit, the sword arm's getting uh, stronger. Meanwhile, Goldar's yeah, still no, stomping Grax around the, the city of Balkan Skull. Meanwhile, as Goldar's stomping around the city, Balkan Skull jumping to a no, bus I, to escape from it's the camera-shaking chaos. But back at the command center, the Green Renter once again sneaks in and pulls a plug on Alpha. So there's more fighting outside, Reacher on a floating bicycle, Balkan yeah, Skull, they're still driving around the bus. But oh no, Golda picks up yeah. the bus and the bullies, they panic. Meanwhile, the Green Ranger gloats and Zordon once again. Zordon tries to tell Tommy out of being the uh, evil ranger. And once again, to- the Green Ranger tries to send Zordon to another dimension. Well, we've only got on one the- more episode of the Green of Evil saga to do, so <laughs> I might knock it on the head after that. <laughs> on the... <laughs> 
On the beach, the bus with the bullies are on the cliff edge, being slowly pushed uh. off by the putties, Babu and Squat. The Rangers have to save the bus, but they have to go God, through John Goldar. Back in the, the, the command center, okay. Alpha comes back to life and traps the Green Ranger in a force field. The bus is pushed off the cliff, but the Megazord catches like, it I'm and sure saves the, the bully just to make a time. Now, Rita plans comes to fruition as she casts the spell to yeah. block out the sun. And now the Megazord starts to lose power yeah, as the hero anyway? fights the giant Goldar and the giant monstrous Scorpina at the same time. Two versus one. This is getting crazy. The Green Ranger escapes with a. Uh, the Green Ranger escapes the force field with Rita's magic and joins the other Ranger bad guys and Rita turns a giant uh, turns the, the Green car. Ranger into a giant three against one there's no hope Bloody for the Megazord especially with the sun being blocked out the ground splits yeah, into two the dinosaurs all fall into the lava pit they were doomed uh, the heroes they fall out they demorph the heroes look into the lava pit and they despair oh, the, the episode ends with the Green Ranger's identity being yeah. revealed as Tommy all right, well, he's, he's wrapping up end. now, so I guess I better better head off. Um, yeah, I'll speak <laughs> to you soon. All right, yeah, love you too. Bye. That's so rude. Hey man, that's so rude. I I was explaining how high power excited this entire episode is. You just sent on the phone. Did Did you get it? Did uh, what? Oh, I I forgot to turn the mic off. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry if you had to hear any of that. Um, How rude. I mean, just catching I'm, up with the family, you know? I hope they're okay. I hope that, that the yeah, priorities of families you know, is better. Up than... and down. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what happens in this episode of Power Rangers. I actually managed to get to the very end. Yeah, well done. Well done. More Grax next week. <laughs> oh man this episode is great I mean, it is after the first two episodes where they're like crawling 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 they just slam on the accelerator crank it up to sixth gear and just go vroom vroom yep. vroom this is exactly what we want well i take issue with that to a certain extent although it's all very dramatic i would argue that there's still quite a bit of waiting for time Take the beginning, for example. The whole thing with the exploding morphers. That's very cool. I love it. I think that's great. I was caught out by that as well. I was thinking, oh my god, there's actual real drama, real tensions. Real pyrotechnics. I mean, one of the girls squeals, and I don't know whether that was real or not. That might well have been. Well, frankly, after the Switching Places episode where they actually did catch on fire, I bet that was real. Exactly, yeah. But the thing is that that all gets fixed like four minutes later. That's one of the first complaints of the episode, I agree. Yeah, and it's a problem of their own making as well. You know, it's like, oh, the beam looking for Zordon is wiping everything out. You're like, yeah. I mean, look, it's a great dramatic moment, but it's just one of the... Exa- I mean, this episode does do Treading Water a lot better than mm-hmm. parts two and three. I've got to give it that. But, I mean, Rita, like, talks about her plan quite a lot before actually doing it. Yeah, that's true. But that's because it took so long for the Power Rangers to actually get their Zords out to, to execute the plan. Well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> In this one, there's no good reason for them not to be getting the Zords out. In the Zoo Ranger, there's more of an excuse, but we'll get to that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it takes nearly 12 minutes for them to form the Zords. And Goldar's been stomping in the city since the beginning of the episode. I know, but I did appreciate that. I felt that it was nice to see Goldar actually stomping around. I feel like we got some more f- different angles, different footage of him causing mass chaos. And I, re- I liked seeing more of Goldar. Well, because that's what he spends most of the episode doing in the Zoo Ranger. Actually, shall we go for the Zoo Ranger first so that we can properly talk about this? Yeah, yeah, I feel like you're busting through the seams. I do want the explanation to where does the bus come in? 
Yeah, I mean, I love the bus stuff. Okay, so carrying on from last episode, Bandora's revealed that she's going to destroy Daijujin. The Rangers are back at their hideout, kind of going, well, how can she destroy Daijujin? And there's this kind of montage where Geki's like going, hey, Daijujin's like 50 foot tall, and he's this wide, and he can punch a mountain. So he just punches a mountain so that Geki can make a point. That's cool. Baz is doing the bookwork, and then there's a bit of a kind of bookwork montage of like how she p- might be planning to do it. Meanwhile, Bandora is putting her face on up on the moon because she's basically like, "Well, I'm going to win tomorrow, so I better make sure I look pretty." Wait, so she's putting on a makeup? Yep. Wait, wasn't that in the previous episode of Power Rangers where she's putting on? I a think makeup? that was in the previous episode of Power Rangers, but not the previous episode of Shoe Ranger. Ah. Yeah, and that's when one of my favourite bits of Shoe Ranger so far. Uh, Graforza and Lamy come in, Gold Iron Scorpina, and mm-hmm. obviously Graforza's only now been given the power of speech for the first time, and Lamy is not happy about this. She's like, do you know what the first thing he said to me was? And Tell me. The first thing that Graforza said to Lamy, his love, his, I think possibly even his wife, was... Women don't belong on the battlefield. Go home and do some laundry or something. Oh, no. Those exact words. <laughs> those exact words. Oh, yeah. Goldar. Mate, that's not what you say. <laughs> yep, Goldar is a proper like old-fashioned chauvinist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this causes a big argument because uh, Pandora's like, well, I'm a woman. I said, well, mm, are you? But... <laughs> Barai's there in the corner just kind of laughing and going, you lot are pathetic. And Bandora's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know you plan on usurping me once, you know, once we've got Daijujin out of the way, you plan on, but you better follow my plan for the time being. So Bandora prays to Satan again, because that's kind of what she does, and sends Graforza down to trash the city, which she does. And it's kind of like it is in the American one, but there's a lot more like reaction shots of screaming civilians and things. Oh, yeah. Lots of shaky cameras, lots of footage of Japanese people going, ah! Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm running en masse. Uh, the Geo Rangers turn up on their dino bikes, but there's a boulder blocking the road, and obviously that's Scorpina. So yeah, they have a big fight with Lamy, Scorpina, and then Bandora is like, ah, aren't you going to call on the Guardian Beasts? And Geki won't. Because obviously, he's like, well, this is a trap. She's already told us that she's planning on, you know, destroying Daijujin, so we, we can't get it. So this ah. is the reason why they take so long to summon them, because they're really holding out. And that's when Graforza steals a bus, not full of Bulk and Skull, but full of screaming children because she's a ranger. He's got a bus full of screaming children. It's on the cliff. And also, extra jeopardy, at the bottom of the cliff is the dinosaur eggs. <gasps> no! So they're going to push the bus full of children onto the eggs. So, yeah, both the children and the eggs will be destroyed. Because wow. that's what's called stakes, people. <laughs> Not just like, hey, the two guys that bully you all the time, they're on the bus. Do you want them to live? I do, because I like the characters, but that's just me. Yeah, but you you can understand why it's slightly less sympathetic than a bus full of children. Uh, yeah, exactly. So Geki's like, we don't have a choice. And then Bars is like, no, no, you can't do it. Because he's realised that she's going to call on the clips. Because Daijujin gets its energy from Gaiatron. What? It's an energy that's sort of powered by sunlight and the sort of natural resources of the earth or something. That um, sounds brilliant! <laughs> Gaiatron! Gaiatron, why get, yeah. Why don't we have anything like that in real life? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Bandora's like, well, I'm going to count to ten. And she starts counting <laughs> to ten, and in the end, they, they cave in. They're like, okay, we've got to call in Daijujin. You know, all we've got to do is last half an hour. We've got to try. So they call Daijujin, and then they save the kids. And it's like, okay, we need to retreat now. But they can't, because obviously... 
the Green Ranger gets in the way and Goldar mm-hmm. and Scorpina gets in the way. Barza takes on Squat and Babu and sort of tries to get the eggs off them. He throws mm-hmm. his staff at them and they kind of trip over, but then the eggs go over the cliff and go into the sea and they're lost again. Oh dear. I'm sure we'll never see those again. Never again. They're lost. Yep. And again, it's Geki's unwillingness to fight which kind of scuppers him because, again, he won't fight Barai, his brother. So although it puts up a bit of a fight, it's not what it could be doing. And that's when, yeah, the eclipse happens. Daijujin gets completely totaled. And it ends with them all screaming into the big chasm where they... And they're like, Ah, Mammoth! Tyrannosaurus! No! Pandora's just, like, gloating and like, Ah, I've won. Da-da-da. The end. And I bet the uh, they, they actually are showing real heartache and emotion with their fallen uh, zords in the lava, right? They're actually yeah, proper not... screaming and crying, as opposed to the American actors who are like, Oh darn, our zords, they were gone now. They were always there for us when we needed them, were they? I don't know, yeah. but they're not there now. Hand on hip, Trini. So yeah, that's why there's a lot of padding for time by the rangers in the American version. Because there just wasn't anything there useful. I see. Yeah, so, okay, back to the beginning. I mean, there's a really nice thing where in Rita's Palace, Finster has the whole, oh, I suppose you're going to use the Green Ranger to destroy them. Because that's the thing I like about Finster. I mean, he, yes, he's he's evil, but he's a craftsman before he's an evil villain. Takes pride in his work. and He's proud of everything he's ever... All his failures. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he's proud of, like, Eye Guy, but... <laughs> Yeah, but it's completely understandable because the Green Ranger's been the thing that's probably the most successful bad guy that Rita's ever utilised. So, yeah. of course, he's got to keep using Yeah, I, I mean, using. I get it. When the Rangers are like, Goldar's going to destroy the world, it's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. He's going to destroy Angel Grove. He might destroy the world. He might. it just take him a very, very long time. Like, maybe a year or two. Yeah, he might die of old age before that happens. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> always the same city blocks that get destroyed every week and then miraculously pop up again. I mean, I'm still wondering what the point of the exploding morphers thing. I mean, I've got to say, the underpanels of the command centre, I'm no electronics expert, right? You're no electronics expert. But when Billy lifts those panels up, they look really shonky. <laughs> you know, someone's just gone, right, have we got an old motherboard? Have we got like a bit from a phone or something? Let's just stick, super glue those to the back of this wood. Yep, that'll do. And uh, do we have any flashing lights? Yep, let's this, this, shove that in here, there and everywhere. Yeah, really unimpressive for what I would expect to be really complicated technology. Well, technology has progressed since the 90s, you know? I mean, yeah. in the 90s, everything was huge. In the 1950s and 60s, computers to the size of buildings. Um, so I think that's about right, actually, with 90s technology. Maybe, but when Tommy totaled the command centre a few day- a few days ago, wasn't mm-hmm. it like explosions and sparks everywhere and wires? And now it's just a bit of like circuitry on a bit of MDF, you know? <laughs> I guess Zordon thought it would be a good idea just to have some explosive power with the computing processor by yeah. sparks coming out of there. No, nobody was expecting anyone to lift up the panels. That's <laughs> madness. And the thing is, we've proven that Angel Grove have exploding computers with uh, switching places because Billy caused the computer to explode by pushing a button. I'm telling you, computers are run by explosions. What? Yeah, explosive powers. They, that's how computers are running, I guess. I don't know. I can't make it work. Correct. Either. You're an idiot. Oh. I know that everybody likes you and hates me, but you're an idiot. A guy's got to try. 
again, it might as well just be you two. I'm not not that I'm bitter about this or anything, guys. Uh, look, everybody, Pete is the expert. He actually has got a good voice, and he has lots of knowledge, significantly more than me. Yeah, guys, so come on. I mean, it was my birthday last week. Did one of you send me a card? I don't know, because we're I don't know this, like, it, yeah. well in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you, assume yes. They've yeah, probably got a ton of cards. Let's assume that everyone listening sent me a card. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel loved now. Yeah. Okay. Remember that future future Pete just edited the right one. Yeah, come on, guys. 13th of June. <laughs> okay, Where so yeah, they, they find they morph. And yeah, they it annoys me that they don't get straight in their zords. Because as far as we knew, there was only Goldar trash. That was the only worry. And then suddenly they morph and they're like, oh, yeah, let's fight the putties and Scorpina. I thought, well, hang on. They weren't even an issue a minute ago. You're right, actually. I can't defend that at all. It, it would have been so much quicker if they just jumped into their Zords and then just defeat them all. Because they've proven time and time again that they can beat Goldar. So they'd be like, yeah, this is a piece of, piece of cake. No yeah. problem. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, as soon as we try and defeat him, he runs away anyway. So, yeah, let's do this. And yeah, you're right. I just come to think of it, unlike the Zoo Ranger episode where they actually do say why we do not want to jump in the Zords, there's nothing. In fact, there's so much time being spent off camera, whether it be at the command center for talking for Alpha and Zordon, or going to Bulk and Skull and their mini adventures, you don't actually get told why they don't go into the Zords. But what a mini adventure Bulk and Skull have. I tell you what, when I first saw them on the screen, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a terrible filler. They got, they'll have nothing to do. The camera's <laughs> shaking. They finish their ice cream. They run out and go, what's this? It's a bus. Let's steal it. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is actually going somewhere interesting. I love Balkan Skull in this one. I mean, they have two of my favorite Balkan Skull exchanges. Oh, yeah? Do tell. The first one is when Balk says... We're going to be history. And Skull says, you mean like famous? And he goes, no, I mean like dust. That's fine. But the other one, which I, I'm sure you're going to say, is uh, when uh, Bolt goes, I want my mummy. <laughs> and then Skull goes, yeah, I want your mummy too. Yeah. And I Bulk love that just line. gives him that's, a look. That's like the best line in the entire series ever. So far, yeah. Not that there's a lot of competition. That's true, that's true. And they're really acting their asses off. It's like they, they're in real danger and they're just like being terrified and they're reacting to the, the bus shaking around. They did an amazing job. Yeah, and you really feel their relief at the end as well. Mm. I can't fault them in this episode at all. I think they're one of the highlights for me. I In an episode where there's quite a few highlights... There's a lot going on in this episode, that's for sure. They knock it out of the park. It's it's wonderful. And I think it's, it, apart from sort of a brief encounter with Pudgy Pig, it's the first time that we've seen them properly sort of integrated with the sort of villain plot of the day as well. Of sorts. I mean, I felt it, it was quite clever how they managed to get the Zoo Ranger bus storyline to work with his Power Ranger episodes. So uh, even though they're not directly affected by Goldar, unlike Pudgy Pig, they were actually still part of the story. And I I thought that was very clever. Hang on, how were they not directly affected by Goldar? He literally put them in a bus that was on the edge of a cliff. But what I mean by actually being directly affected is as in sharing the screen space at the same time. They didn't share footage together. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Pudgy Pig, they were literally on the same set. Trust this, me, later on, Balkan Skull will share a lot of screen time with Goldar. Oh, and... I can't wait. I mean, you'll have to wait till season four. But That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Let's move back to Groom of Evil. One thing I didn't like about 
the entirety of this episode it's a, a minor fault is because the editing was so quick yeah cutting from one scene to the fighting then quickly cutting to uh the command center then quickly cutting to the uh the fighting and then cutting to the bus there wasn't enough time to really enjoy the scene because you didn't have time to digest what was going on fully uh, i think that hurts the episode a bit okay it didn't hurt it for me personally but i kind of see what you're saying just because all the things that were going on were really quite awesome i don't doubt the fact that they were awesome they were it's just i wanted to spend more time with these scenes yeah i was slightly dreading the whole command center thing because you know remembering it i just remember the fact that it's like oh he goes to the command center again and deactivates Alpha and scuppers Zordon again. Yes, I agree. And then Alpha revitalizes and saves the day with a force field. Yeah, and I, I think I really like all of the dialogue in those scenes with Tommy and Alpha and Zordon. Oh, I meant to be calling him Gordon. Damn it. That was going to be our running joke. We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll start calling Zordon Gordon tomorrow. So you've got that to look <laughs> forward to, guys. Um, Comedy. Comedy! <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed that Scorpina's giant form isn't hot. Yeah, I can see why they did it. Just for a bit of difference, a bit of variety. Yeah. I would, uh, but the thing is, if they made the Green Ranger just a, a giant man, why couldn't they made a giant woman? That would have been every boy's fantasy come true. <laughs> well, exactly. It would have been mine at least. Yep. Just a giant woman. There's some fetish websites out there for you, Grax. I'll, I'll send you the links after the show. Oh, cheers, buddy. i got a minor critique about Scorpina. I didn't like her boomerang. I mean, is that her trademark weapon, that, that energy boomerang that goes around? It's her stinger. I always thought she was going to get out a whip and then just, like, start whipping people. Oh, thought, come yeah. on, Grax. No, that that is your fantasy. What's that? Jesus a bit, a bit Christ, too much? Grax. I just wanted Scorpina to, like, start whipping them and calling them slaves and, like, having them lick her feet. You know, why didn't that happen? I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. Why didn't that happen <laughs> in a children's TV show? Come on. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the images I'm getting are nice, but, you know, I, we can't dwell on them. Oh, not on the air, anyway. No. Because, obviously, this is a family podcast. <laughs> Is it? F- uh. <laughs> so they lose power very quickly in that Megazord fight. Like the second the eclipse starts, Billy's like, "Oh, we're down twenty-five percent." Oh yeah, that, and then when it's like fully eclipsed within twenty, thirty seconds of the episode, they're just practically defeated. Yeah, it's like, hang on, do you not have like backups? What if Rita had attacked at night? Yeah, I mean, this is a point I think I've made. We made in the previous episode, but this makes it looks like the Zord, the, the Megazord, is nothing more than one of those cheap solar-powered toy novelty toys that just rocks their hips back and forth. But yeah. the moment the sun goes away, it's just dead, dead, useless technology. Then they start making stuff up in the cockpit. They're like, "Oh, we can get the power sword to charge the power cell." Like. <gasps> You didn't even use the sword to charge your power no. oh, that I spotted that. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You could I, have actually survived that if you did what you said you were going to do. It's baffling. It's, they're just making Technobabble up on the fly now. And it's you know? just not sticking. At that point, I was glad, in a way, I was glad that uh, Goldar and the Green Ranger shot their energy beam at the uh, Megazord, which caused that massive chasm to appear, and all the dinosaurs just, like, sunk in a big dramatic way into the lava. I like that shot so much! 
obviously, you know, the Zords being destroyed, whatever way you look at it, that's fantastic. That's what I really like when Power Rangers does these two-parters. The stakes are raised so high. I mean, spoilers, it won't be the last time we see Zords getting destroyed. But will it be as awesome as this shot? Sometimes it'll be more awesome. And sometimes it'll just be this shot again. (laughs) The exact same shot? We are going to see these shots at least once more as the series (laughs) progresses. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I agree. When Power Rangers do stake raising well, it does it so, so well. And I actually feel excitement. Yeah, definitely. And Okay, it's underplayed compared to the Zoo Rangers, but... I think they still sell the scene on the hillside really well. Wait, you the five heroes going off the side to say, Oh no, our Megazords! Yeah! destroyed! They didn't sell it. They were so apathetic. It was like, oh no, we've lost our Zords. They were there for us. <sighs> yeah, but they're gone now. Hang on, nobody went... <sighs> a tree's hip-holding action said it all. <laughs> the one thing I am wondering about the Zords falling out is how come they fell out of the Megazord? Like, was the door open? I don't know. That's a very good question. There seems to be no good reason why they would have fallen. It, you know, maybe they would have evacuated, but they properly sort of fall out of the Zords. They fell out so hard that they demorphed. Yeah, I, I mean, that's again, that's the first time that's happened. Maybe the Zords have got an automatic ejection system, safety feature, some of some kind. When the Zords, they, maybe. they, they were, yeah. they're, they're so destroyed, we've got to kick our heroes out. <laughs> Yeah, and then we get to the final scene, which is arguably one of my favourite scenes in Power Rangers. On paper, you're right, it is one of the best scenes ever in Power Rangers, but the execution was bleh. No, I'm not having this, this negative. You don't think so? No, I, everything about, you know, Jason being like, we can't give up. And then everyone else being like, well, why not? She's won. Like, the way they play that, I, oh, it's beautiful, man. I, I, mm, yes, you're, I, maybe I am asking for a bit too much. I, it's just that last scene where they all are looking at Tommy on the globe and when the big reveal happens. It's like, oh, no, it can't be. Well, the bit, no, yeah, I mean, not apart, you. I'm not counting the bit with the reveal. I, mean, I more mean the, the stuff where they're utterly dejected. Yes, I will admit, you're right in that sense. They actually do act completely and utterly broken they almost act like mopey teenagers which they are teenagers we have to remember this and jason is trying his hardest to motivate the team and he's that scene that little bit i will admit is good it's just the ending it's jason and then alpha offers that little bit of hope that little bit of push just enough to end on you know yes as you say there's no good reason why the rangers should be at all surprised none at all the, the way they're going, what? How how can this be? We don't understand this. It's like, come on. Really? He didn't fancy Kimberly! <laughs> That's the biggest clue of, of all, obviously. Yeah. I did find it a bit weird that... I don't know how you feel about this, but everybody seemed to know who everybody was. So Rita knew Jason was the Red Ranger. Goldar knew it was Bulk and Skull on the bus. It's like, secret identities? Ah, who needs them? It's just a guide. You can find out who you are, really. And yeah, Goldar shouted Bulk and Skull's names, like, and they didn't even react. You know, you kind of would have thought, hang on, how does this uh, blue wing dude know our names? I thought, how does this blue wing, golden wing dude know their names? And that just makes me think everybody's just looking at everybody at all times. Well, Rita is always looking at the power rangers oh, so it true. makes sense that they know who bulk and skull are 
yeah, yeah. It, it just caught me by surprise because I know your name. I know your name. I know your name. And also, the other thing that confused me is if Rita is able to teleport the Green Ranger out of the force field with her spell with no problems whatsoever, doesn't that strike you as a huge security risk, a huge security flaw? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of flaws here. <laughs> okay, so I think it's probably time to rate this episode. I think it's obvious where I'm standing on this. As I say, it's my favourite one today. I think it's it's a really strong episode. Even though it treads water, it does it with us you know it does it with momentum it does it with skill it does it with class it's an easy six power coins out of six for me Ooh, i see okay power rangers rarely gets better than this Ooh, i i hope that's not the case but i hope it, that's <laughs> i i hope it does get better than this because i'm agreeing with you this is a full-on action-packed episode with lots of action and lots of good fighting and, and lots of drama that's kind of true i just feel like the drama could be more intense i i wanted them to be really upset like overtly upset and not just like small upset what do you uh, want I, tommy stabbing jason in the gut and just like wiggling it around so you can see no. jason's entrails just like pouring out of him no no is that no. what you want grax no i don't want that kind of violence no well i i just did i just want more of them to be shocked and and worried and upset like uh, no it can't be how is this possible no it's just not no it, it, no it, it can't be so despite this i'm still going to give this a very high enthusiastic five out of six power coins okay no i i mean not perfect but but it's so much needed acceleration of entertainment yeah no i I'll, i'm happy with that i well, there's not a lot I can do if I'm not, but I'll, I'll take that. I'm glad that. you approve of my rating. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I sort of, I'm, <laughs> I approve of your rating. But to you guys, I mean, let us know. Tweet at RangerPod, uh, email the rangerpod at gmail.com, Facebook, RangerPod, just all mm-hmm. the RangerPods. We're getting there, we're getting everywhere and all across the interwebs. Yeah, and we really are getting there because we will be back tomorrow with the final episode of the Green Ranger Saga. I tell you what, it has got to end on a ginormous explosion of phantasmic... I'm so excited I can't even speak properly. If by that you mean it's got to end on a massive toy commercial, you're going to be excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's it for now. We'll see you tomorrow. I've been PDT. I've been Grax. Goodbye. See ya.